Gresham Harkless Jr., the founder of digital marketing agency Blue 16 Media and the owner of many other media properties, including the I Am CEO podcast, which has recorded over 1,600 episodes. Gresh is a graduate of Howard and Georgetown Universities. In 2022, he was selected as a 50-plus black marketer on the rise, and that same year, he was also recognized for being 40 under 40 in North Virginia. Gresh, welcome to Idea Overflow. Patrick, excited to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. No worries at all. You've come along with two ideas today. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm keen to get into them. So tell us what you've got. Yeah. So funny enough, the first idea kind of came away from came from those podcasts that I worked on. One of the questions in each podcast, I have like set questions, but one of the ones that kind of stuck out to me more than anything else is uh, the CEO hacks question. And CEO hacks, the idea is that there is something that's tangible, could be an app, could be a book, could be a habit, even software, you know, different AI tools, different things that can help. CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners be more efficient and effective. And so what I wanted to do, I've compiled that into like a a directory, but I wanted to make it into a little bit more of what I call like a matchmaking idea or software, or just kind of like a a process that people can go through if they're looking for a specific type of software. So just to kind of give you an idea of like what that would look like or sound like is if somebody came and they were looking specifically for an AI software that can help out with content redistribution or repurposing from YouTube to TikTok, like what would be a software tool that can make that happen? And the idea is that if someone was to search or put that kind of scenario or any type of scenario within, they would be connected with that specific CEO hack that can help them to solve their problems. So that's the idea of like making that connection. And then throughout, of course, all the hacks, we would have different opportunities where we can have sponsors that actually can sponsor specific hacks, but also have affiliate relationships as well, too. So all those things that kind of drive revenue, you know, for the business. But that's the idea I was kind of thinking about and, and, and would love to, to hear your feedback. Wow. So CEO hacks, it's sort of a, a database of of ideas and hacks that CEOs can use to get ahead. So is it sort of a, is this a chatbot? Is this an AI sort of new thing that we're talking about here? Yeah, that's the way that I was thinking about. I mean, I, I, I think now with so many different chatbots coming up, that's where it was kind of headed, where you have those chat conversations. I think right now it's very much so a manual process where you go through one category, you find that category, then you can kind of drill down from that. But I wanted to make it a lot more seamless, like you are just having a conversation. And, and like, I guess like you're asking your good friend, like who is somebody they want to, set you up with like like your match.com or your tenders or different apps like that you have that same kind of opportunity for the software tools uh, for business owners and entrepreneurs and ceos brilliant i think yeah it's definitely a good idea as a founder of a bit of a, a bit media business at the moment and you're a past founder of some of some tech businesses i've had i think this would be a really good tool i think it would be useful for a lot of software and what about tips is this like is it all tips or is it is it actual physical you know like tools i'm just trying to imagine what's going to come up and what problems are going to have i like the idea of you know transmitting content from social media and how that's going to transform that's really cool i'm just trying is do you have any other use cases yeah and it's funny enough that's where you know initially it's just kind of starting out as like finding out what those specific acts are but i think one of the things that i found from software and SaaS tools and even listening to people as much as it is important to know about the tools probably even more important to know how to use the tool. So when you mentioned that use cases part, the idea is that you can drill down more. I mean, I think that's where the chatbot feature could be really good in in having and building out that database of information, that library, so that it's trained in order to answer those next questions and the questions after that. So it's like, okay, this tool sounds really cool. I can go from YouTube to TikTok, but 
are there any other use cases? Can I use that? Can I use this for, you know, a webinar that I'm thinking of creating and having that conversations kind of go from there? So it's not so much a saying that you can use it for all these places, but have that training and information there so they can be drilled down on. Brilliant. I love it. So it's, it's even giving you advice on what you should be looking for. That's where I think these AI chatbots are really getting interesting at the moment because they are replacing sort of Google because the problem always with Google is that Google doesn't tell you what you should be searching for, if that makes sense. It's, it doesn't help you search in any way. It just gives you a list basically of, of websites. Just before, I remember just before the whole ChatGPT explosion, I was literally, I think I was Googling something and I Googled random things. You know how you're just Googling things randomly for business or for just personal reasons. And I was getting to a point where my Googling was getting really complicated to the point where Google Google just wasn't giving me any answers. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, I was just I was so frustrated. I was like, literally, I felt above Google. I'm like, I'm above Google. I, I'm asking questions that can't be answered by Google. And then ChatGPT got released. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely see the use case of this as from the business perspective. Yeah, it makes so much sense because I think a lot of times people don't necessarily know what to ask for. There's this a Henry Ford quote where if you would have asked people what they would have wanted, they would have wanted a faster horse rather than a car. And it's kind of like that same exact concept where sometimes people don't know what exactly they're looking for, or maybe even the search doesn't really know exactly like how to answer that question. So trying to like close that gap and know that you're here for a specific reason. And then you're also going to probably ask like, what are some potential use cases or how can I leverage this more things along those lines? Absolutely. From a technology maturity perspective, we're obviously there. I think this is a good, good time to get into something like this. Have you seen anything like it on the market yet at all? You know, I've seen some things that are online, um, but not really. I mean, I think it comes from the idea of like having a, a business consultant that you're talking with and having those conversations. And that's where it kind of comes. So is it on the market? Absolutely. If you, you sit down and have those conversations with people and they say, oh, you should use this uh, scheduling link be, or this scheduling software, and this is how you can set it up. And this is, oh, something else that you can know about it. But it's kind of like, more, I guess, organic conversations, not necessarily coming from that. But the idea is that, you know, it's going to have all that data and information. And then as you start to have those conversations, it'd be very much, but of course it could be done to scale. Brilliant. I don't really have any other thoughts on it. I think that's that pretty much sums up the idea. So it's a CEO hack sort of AI chatbot tool. I guess the final thing I just want to know is what sort of monetization you were thinking for it. How would you monetize it? Yeah. So I think there's definitely two different ways. Um, of course, the I think the affiliate is probably the the um, the easiest kind of route in the sense of being able to have those affiliate relationships with the different software. They're looking to try to connect with more people. So being able to bring those people. I think one of the other really great things around SaaS tools, greater not so great things is a lot of times they don't necessarily help out with uh, implementing their software or sometimes even selling their software as well. So like having those case studies and that information that's available, also getting that content could come from those SaaS companies where they're already talking about like how you can use it. And that could be added, you know, to the chat bot too, and just trained from that standpoint. But I think one of the other really cool opportunities is just by getting um, and having a lot of people going through and have those conversations, there could be certain sponsored type of content that's there. It could be very organically. Um, it could be like very much so when you pop in, oh, have you tried this month's highlighted CEO hack um, and have that there. Um, even, you know, going a little bit deeper, those are the first two. I think there also could be like a paid case if it was behind like maybe a paywall or something along those lines that it's something that's available to members. So those are some of the things that I was kind of thinking about. But I feel like that affiliate part is really natural just because it basically is going to help to 
to reward people by, you know, being that matchmaker, which I think most affiliate relationships are, are ultimately all about. Absolutely. I mean, how do you build a, an affiliate network? I'm not sure. Do you know anything about that? I've always been curious about that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is there, there's so many different programs that are out there. I mean, Amazon affiliates, like you just go to the, the site and you sign up. There's Commission Junction, um, lots of different uh, sites that you can go and you basically sign up for, you basically create a profile, you sign up with these organizations and usually they have certain set questions like how you're going to promote it, your audience size, all of those things. So typically you don't necessarily need to have a huge audience. Sometimes if you have a niche audience, that'll help, you know, overall. So it just depends on what they're looking for. And often they're trying to get as many people as possible to, to try to promote their different SaaS products. And I think the big thing that I've seen in doing this, especially on YouTube, like I've done a lot of videos, like a lot of some of my best performing videos have been how to videos because natively YouTube is like a platform you go to to try to learn how to do things. I think if you are able to kind of create how to content, which is where those case studies and that conversation was coming from, it allows that opportunity to not just have people sign up, but have people sign up so that they will actually use it and, and um, use the software and continue to use the software. Mm. Mm, absolutely. A lot of insight there actually into, you know, promotion. I mean, I know that's your specialty running an agency and also, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought, thought I'd just ask, ask that question. I'm happy to sort of segue into your idea number two. Yeah, so absolutely. Number two, the idea was creating along the same line, same type of market. Um, I was actually going to call it CEO Unplugged, which is kind of like an interactive platform where CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners can actually informally share like specific moments, uh, spend time together. It's it, The idea is that it's really kind of somewhat close to like the idea of like networking, but it doesn't actually have to be, you know, that formal. So the idea is that not so much how you can continue to work, but how you can kind of get away from work. And I think that I always say like throughout my podcast, we forget about the human aspect of business, but it's how can we bring more humanist to business and find out things that people can kind of connect with that aren't necessarily business related and knowing that those natural conversations will happen. Wow. I mean, I'm loving the mission statement. I'm, I'm, and when you said the name, uh, <laughs> CEO Unplugged, I was just like, boom, sorry. I just, that hit me. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. I think that's really tapping into like the idea of like kind of you know, meetups or, you know, different groups like that. But it's really focused on people that are really, really driven and probably tapping into a lot of those, that competitive nature and things like that. I, I think that, of course, there could be more of an offline aspect of that if you're locally, you know, around the people that are also there. But I think because of the rise of so many different things that you can do online, it could be as simple as having, you know, like a, a certain virtual group that you're doing. Um, so there's like lots of different opportunities. But the idea is that it's a little bit more of a membership that, you get to have more than those business conversations, but knowing that by playing a game of, of I don't know, online poker or something like that, it's going Ooh. to lead you to those natural conversations. Sign me up. If you're starting an <laughs> online poker table, I'm, I'm, I'm 100%. That's a good idea. Um, and I love this yeah, idea of like, you know, the CEO is unplugged. I did see uh, on LinkedIn connection of mine, actually, he's like an investor. He's, a, he's an angel investor that, you know, created a VC fund, I think recently. And he he posted about attending a sort of, it was like a, almost like a daycare, childcare sort of meetup for investors with young kids. And so they, they sort of went to the park or whatever and chat, but they're all like, you know, talking, talking shop. So I, I really do see a, a demand for a product like this. My other thought was to your point about meetups and that sort of thing. I think you said a trigger word there, virtual. There's a big opportunity emerging 
within the VR space for things like this as well. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely, you know, agree with that and, and, and being able to kind of connect. I think one of the things that people have not done well is they look at the offline the same as online. But I think that especially with the technology, there's so many kind of new avenues that are being paved to have connections in a different and unique way. And I think VR is, is definitely, you know, one of them, even, you know, AR to some degree and, and being able to kind of leverage that and how you have both the literal physical space and interacting with the technology there. So being able to kind of buy some of those things in a different and uni unique way provides like a different experience for people. I do love what you're saying about this non-formal networking. It is an emerging thing because it's the same with travel, right? We talk a lot about travel ideas on the podcast and everyone's looking for authentic experiences for some reason i don't know what the psychology is behind it but humans just don't like the planned organized thing it's like it, it needs to be it needs to come across as authentic and i think that's sort of what you're tapping into with this idea yeah and you know on a on an even deeper level i think sometimes there's a lot of like apprehension and guilt around not working but i think as there's more kind of information research around play, around the power of stepping away and how powerful that is to come back. I think for one, obviously the leaders of the organization is going to be important, but I think even having that culture that you're showing that helps other people within the organization know how valuable that is. You know, you, you get like the Google, uh, I think the 20% of their time is spent on something that, you know, they're passionate about. So just kind of harnessing that, but within, you know, that leadership point is going to be, I think, really important. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. It's about, yeah, I, I like the idea of enabling, you know, this concept of play, right? I think I've met one consultant who was a, a play consultant trying to get organizations to, you know, work through play. I think it's definitely emerging and great pickup really in terms of trends on your part. I, mean, I, I love it. And I love the name Unplug CEO. And I think this is this is getting a little far-fetched here. This is, what, this is what I do. I take things completely out of proportion cool. them, and say irrelevant comments. But I think I've always had this idea, right? If anyone can make this happen, this is sort of what you're talking about in terms of play. But I would like to play a video game, right? But through playing the video game, it's like normally playing the game, except maybe there's some sort of objective or strategic objective or things you have to do. But while you're doing it, you're sort of building an Excel spreadsheet or like you're, you're doing your, your books or you're doing like, you know, marketing reach out. Like every time you do this in the game or whatever, it does something on, you know, generates leads or something. If there was some way you could play like a video game, like a, do you know what I'm saying? Like some do play the fun thing. Like I'm playing NBA 2K or something. And it's like yeah. every time I, every time I shoot or whatever, I don't know. You know, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I feel like there's definitely been like some, you know, maybe not that connected, but like I, I play the game by Rich Dad Poor Dad called Cash Flow, where a lot of times you get the opportunity to play and you learn things. But I think that's a really great point because I think, again, like I talked about, like the idea of feeling guilty when you're not working and feeling like there's things that are that need to be done. So I think one way to kind of help people to kind of ease into that is actually having some applicable way that this is going to benefit your business. So by playing, you are going to do those things. And I, I like that connection and that idea because it's going to allow people to realize that you don't have to choose either or you can actually do both and you can be probably even more effective than you were than dreading to do your books or dreading to do or have that, whatever it is that you don't want to do, you now have like uh, that gamification of it so that it makes it a lot more exciting. 100%. Have you heard about this? We had a podcast about it. Have you heard about this e-commerce? Mm, I don't think so. So the next iteration of e-commerce, instead of having your online store, what they're doing now is, I think Macy's did a demo. I'll, I'll send it to you. 
but you go onto the web page or whatever, and it's literally like a, a role-playing game, like a video game. Mm-hmm. And then you can run around as the avatar and look at their clothes that are in digital. And so then it's actually a better shopping experience because there's like wind in the game and they, they can see the digital fashion on a digital model and how it looks from like an actual model perspective rather than just looking at sort of 2D images on an e-commerce site. Right. So is that kind of like the AR part? Because I, I know that probably not definitely more expansive, but I've, I know there's some things like, for example, on Amazon, like I'm like, okay, that desk looks really cool, but will that desk really fit in or what will it look like? It's something like that? Uh, yeah, well, uh, exactly. But it's, it's like a virtual world. Like that, that's just on the website run by Macy's. Like you go in, it's like all these buildings and stuff. And then there's just like a giant model, digital model, right? And then it's yeah. walking with the clothes, a digital version of the clothes. And you can look at it at 360 because you're like playing it. Um, Do you see what I mean? Yeah, um, no, that's pretty cool. Bit random. Anyway, yeah, really good idea in terms of emerging trends. I think you really hit on that. And then I really like the idea of those unique sort of networking experiences for founders or CEOs as a focus as well. Do you have any ideas for, you know, the first meetups? Is are these virtual ideas you've had or you do you have any meetup groups that you're already running? You're already trying to do the CEO unplugged? No, I funny enough, I'm looking for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you create something that you feel like would be something that you need. And I'm super competitive. So like I always think of the games, but you always are like, I wish that you had other people that were kind of like-minded, kind of like along the mastermind concept that you could do those fun things with and that you don't both don't feel guilty around, you know, taking time out and doing those things. So I haven't had a lot of ideas, but I know that there's a lot of games that obviously, you know, you can play. So it's just a matter of like, you know, I guess kind of flipping that switch and, and being a lot more focused on it. Sorry, you said the masher, matcher mind concept? Mastermind. Mm-hmm. What was that one? Can you, could you explain that? I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, funny enough, I was just telling somebody on my team about this. Um, so Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, he actually had this concept where some of the most, well, you can really mastermind around anything. The idea is that you have like-minded people that have a a certain ambition. So people like Andrew Carnegie, all these great people that founded the world, they used to meet on a regular basis. And they used to think, talk about, you know, certain things that they were going to actually is very much so exactly like what you're doing, you know, with the podcast, which is what I love about it, where you get to kind of think about ideas, you get to hear about certain things that people are going through, but you also get to do like certain development or learn about podcasts. Oh, have you heard this podcast or heard about this book? Just all of those things, but you get that iron sharpening iron and you get to kind of learn and get better from that because, you know, you end up being who you spend time around. So it's kind of like one of those foundational things in thinking we're rich, but people have, especially in the coaching world, have kind of run away with it where they have mastermind groups. Sometimes they're around a specific topic, but the whole concept is that you can, of course, you know, read a book, you can, of course, you know, listen to a video, go through a course and learn certain things. But sometimes just being around other people that are going through maybe not the exact same thing, but maybe in a, a completely different industry, but going through and building a business five to six years or whatever you decide that mastermind will be, will be able to kind of help you uh, to do that. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so it's mastermind. And so it's like a group that you can all think about. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I need to be more involved like that. Our co-host, Dan, who couldn't be here today, did have a look at your ideas and he did drop a note about that sort of concept as well. There's another podcast called My First Million. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So their founder, Sam Parr, I think, Mm -hmm. has a mastermind group called Hampton. Uh, Oh, yeah, um, he does. That's right. Yes. And it's for like, you know, I think you have to have like, you know, quite a 
quite a yeah, fair bit of success. A little success bit of coin in your, in your bank. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he dropped that in as a, as a note to your idea. But, and I think, yeah, really robust discussion. So thanks very much for sharing your ideas with us. And it was a joy. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, thanks for, for the opportunity to mastermind a little bit. Yeah, exactly. No worries. Maybe we'll have you on again sometime. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. I got the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. See you later.